God's ways of being and doing. I, I'm, not, I'm not here to change anything he said. I'm here to add to it. I'm going to supplement it. Okay, we got different writers in the Scriptures for a reason. you got four Gospels. Each one of them had a unique perspective on that same Jesus. Amen. So, I, I don't have any doubt about it in my mind uh, that what I'll share with you tonight... We'll just add something to let the light get greater, the greater light. Uh, pastor's been sharing light and revelation, understanding uh, God's ways of being and doing. <clears throat> and um, when, when we understand his ways, then we can understand his will. So the word tells us in Ephesians 4, verse 17, uh, says, uh, don't... Uh, don't, don't, don't be foolish, but be wise and understand what the will of the Lord is. And so uh, that, that's a great capability that we have to be able to understand His will. I, I, I don't settle for, for this. Uh, I, I don't settle for this mysterious will of God. It doesn't satisfy my soul. And so if, if we understand his ways, then we can understand his will. And if we understand his ways, we can understand his plans. We know from, you know, even back to when he prophesied to the, through the prophet Jeremiah 29, 11, he said, I know the plans that I have for you. Well, he knows them. He's, he's made promises all throughout the scripture to reveal those plans to you. Okay. So. There, there's been no greater way, well, I say that. This has just been, um, one of the most revealing ways God has revealed things to me about life and victory and his way of, of, of being and doing is through this concept of a puzzle. And so, I prayed about finding a puzzle, where you'd even find one. So I went to I went to a place in Hoover, and I wasn't quite satisfied. It was a it was a puzzle of a human body and the different body parts, just how how the body parts how the body's made, the human body, and um, wasn't quite satisfied with it. So then, on the way in. Just the Holy Spirit wanted me to go, just said go by Target. I went in Target, and I found this puzzle. Great theme to it. You can do brave things. The, 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 the whole, this lady that done these uh, themes on these puzzles through artwork and puzzles, this particular one here is named Empowered. And you can do brave things things okay and then this is what it says is this table in view of the camera where he where he's it is good so when he's doing this he can be seen so you can do brave things uh, this lady's name is Oris Edu she's a self-taught artist and designer she enjoys creating bold and colorful illustrations and patterns Hold on to those two concepts, illustrations and patterns, through the lens of positivity, mindfulness, and togetherness. H hold on to those concepts. Her work 
stems from a place of personal experience, expressing her inner feelings. Nature's textures, hold on to that word nature, colors and patterns from everyday life. <clears throat> so, Daniel, I, I, I would uh, want you to come, come up here and begin the process of putting that puzzle together. It's 500 pieces. Now, when I ask Daniel to do it, I have no doubt that he has the ability in him to do that. Come on this side and, and face this way if you would. I have no doubt that he has the ability to do that. Now, uh, you, you don't have to guess he's not going to do this tonight. But what I've done is I asked him to begin the process and I know he has the ability inside him to do that. He has the capacity to do it. He don't have to smoke nothing, drink nothing. He ain't got to do push-ups, sit-ups. He, he ain't got to go running up and down the block. He has the ability to perform what I've asked him to perform on the inside of him and he'll demonstrate that to you through the process of time. Okay? And so as, as you guys witness Daniel doing what I've called him to do, if you can listen to me uh, as I, see I just sat down and wrote a book about this. I, I just, uh, when, I mean, this is about two and a half, three hours of writing. In the mornings when I get up, I, I'm, I'll spend a good 45 minutes to an hour. And when I pick my pen up and I open my Bible, it just flows. And so I basically just wrote a book. I'm going to read some stuff to you. And we're talking about understanding God's ways of being and doing. I want to introduce to you a concept also known as understanding His ways of position and pattern. Of being and doing and position and pattern. And so first, let's look at God himself. Okay, now I want y'all to help me tonight. So when you hear something that you agree with, I want you to say amen. Okay? So, so help me up here. Encourage me that you're listening because I might not look up. And I, it, it really helped me that if I've got some feedback from some people that's got faith in them. That they, they do recognize when they hear truth. See, all through the Old Testament, there was things that God would say uh, to the, uh, the people of uh, Israel, the children of Israel, and, and then uh, the, 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 the response to them, and all the people said, I mean, he would just go down just naming stuff. I am, I will, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do. You know, and, and the people said, so, let, so let's look at God himself to understand his ways of being and doing. Understand his ways of position and pattern. And so from the beginning, he said, I am. He said, I be. He established his position with those words. He said, I am. I be. 
So everything God be, and I may use some broken English for the purpose of just proving the point of the being and the doing and the position and the pattern, okay? And so, um, amen. Y'all can watch him? Hey, y'all can watch him. No, no, ain't no pressure. You're an eternal being. You're not limited by time or space. All right, so everything that God be is forevermore settled in, in the heavens and earth. Amen? Everything that God be is forevermore settled in the heavens and earth. He told Abraham, he said, I am El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty. Your exceedingly abundant great reward. That's Genesis 17. He told, he told Abraham, he said, I be El Shaddai. My very being is your exceedingly abundant great reward. And then, the, then this question in the New Testament is asked in Romans 4 verse 1. What shall we say Abraham found? So, what shall we say Abraham found? So how important is it that what we say he found? How, how important is it what we say? What, what shall we say Abraham found? Well, he found his exceedingly abundant great reward when? When he believed God. Now, this is God's position. He is El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, the all-breasted one. The exceeding abundant great reward. This is his position. This is also his promise. And this is God's pattern being established in Abraham, our father, in the faith. This is his pattern. So everything that God be is established in his position. It's who he be. And so everything that God thinks, everything that God says, and everything that God does is established are expressed in pattern. The position produces the pattern. Who he be. And the pattern confirms the position. What he do. The Bible says, he's the Lord our God, he's good, and he what? Doeth good. So this is an eternal position. Therefore, the pattern never changes. Now, that's why you have so much confusion in the church and in the world. Now, it's okay if the world's confused about the things of God because the spiritual things are foolish to the natural man. But for the church to be confused on these things, uh, there's a great outcry for some clarity. Because if the, if the position produces the pattern and we know he's good, and then when you have things that are, uh, uh, that 
are made reference to in John 10, 10, the thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. And then we want to accredit those things in ignorance or foolishness or whatever uh, that, well, it's God's mysterious will. Then that don't line up with who he be. So therefore, you've changed an eternal pattern that if he is good and he's eternally good and stealing, killing, and destroying is bad, then that causes the confusion. If the pattern does not confirm the position, what he do does not confirm who he be, that's where the confusion comes in. Now listen, you're not going to have any faith where there's a confusion. Now we're talking about God now. We're trying to look at him. We're trying to look at him and understand his ways of being and doing. This is an eternal position, therefore the pattern never changes. This is his promise. He said, I was, I am, and what? I am to come. He said, this is in Hebrews 13, 8. I'm the same. When? Yesterday, today, and forever. That's who he be. So if that's who he be... It, Based on the position that he gave himself. And he didn't need any help to establish that position. Alright, so let's look at some of the positions. And y'all help me here. He holds the position of creator, therefore he what? He creates. He holds the position of healer, therefore he what? He holds the position of redeemer, therefore he what? He holds the position of savior, therefore he what? What about provider? He holds the position of provider, therefore he what? All right, he holds the position of father, therefore he is faithful. See, that's the truest expression of Matthew the father, his faithfulness. Why is that? He's been made in the image of God. And any time that Matthew would, that he, he would... Uh, be in a way that wouldn't line up with faithfulness, that would cause great confusion for people that knew Matthew. Amen. Talking about God now, but I'm using a human illustration just to reveal the point, okay? Because I want the amens to continue. When we're talking about God, man, we're ready to amen. But when we start transferring these things that God has called us and enabled us and gave us the abilities and the positions and the patterns and all, then we get quiet. The amens kind of disappear. Kind of scared of it. Great responsibility that comes with that. Maybe didn't nobody hear me. See, I'm up here preaching and teaching you what I'm doing uh, tonight from a position of me being the greatest teacher and preacher since Jesus himself. That's what he told me back in 2012. He told me, prophesy to yourself that you're the greatest teacher and preacher since Jesus Christ himself. And I said, now, Lord, I knew, I knew it was the Holy Ghost. I said, now, Lord, hold on a minute, man. They've been Billy Graham. They've been, he said, yeah, I know. And then he also showed me that, he said, now I want you to say it again. I'm the greatest. And I'm talking about in the heaven, outside. I went outside and spoken into the atmosphere. I'm the greatest teacher and preacher since Jesus. Signs and wonders will confirm what I teach. 
So everything he does is from his position. Okay? He, God is love, therefore he what? Alright, what's the greatest expression of love? He gives so he can forgive. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he what? Gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So uh, the, the greatest level of love uh, is, is his, his giving and his forgiving. Amen. We're trying to understand God's ways of being and doing. He, he is love. So he is light, therefore he what? Reveals and communicates. What does light do? Light reveals. When this room's dark, there's no information available. When you turn on the light, information suddenly just becomes available. It, you, you, it's communicating what's in this room to, to you. Light reveals and communicates. That's what he, we're in the, in the scriptures in John uh, 1. In the beginning was the word. That logos, the definition of what his being was, he's the great revealer and the communicator of divine information. That's what Jesus come to do. So we're talking about God's ways now. He is good, so therefore he what? Does good. Y'all help me now. Y'all's part isn't as complicated as Daniel's part. Amen. Listen to me right here. These things, these things that we all just, we just mentioned, Creator, healer, redeemer, savior, provider, love, light, being, he's good. These things, and keep in mind what pastor's been teaching us about, uh, Hebrews 11, 1, things done. These things, and keep in mind things done, are qualities of his nature. Which is the same as saying who he be. God operates in the capacity and position he gave himself. And he needed no help. His position produces his pattern. It's by nature. His pattern confirms his position. This word confirms also uh, has in the, uh, in the scriptures reflects and proves. We, we've, got, we've got several different types of scripture that give us the imagery of a man looking in a mirror. He's looking at his reflection. You hear me? Now I'm, I'm beginning to make the transition from who he is and how it reflects unto us through his position and his pattern. The Bible says be imitators of God. Ephesians 5.1 as dearly loved children. Mama, you can help him if you want to. Come on. Come on. Now, there's a spiritual point right there. You see a man working in ministry, going through life. He needs some help. What are we called to do? Was that perfect timing for that? I I just seen her over there. It was tearing her up. Well, I mean, so that's what I wanted to do. I I wanted somebody. I was actually wondering how long it would take before somebody would come and help him. So the Bible says that the man that was at the gate was there with a life-controlling problem. He was crippled for 38 years. And Jesus came to him and asked him, said, Hey, uh, 
would you want to be healed? He said, hey, I'm trying to get to the water, but no man would help me. Every time I get up to go, somebody beats me into the water. 38 years, nobody looked to help him. So I was just wondering how long it would take. Amen. I'm trying to teach you something tonight. Now, I told you I'm doing this from a position of the greatest teacher and preacher since Jesus himself. And then one thing he told me too, he said, now not everybody agreed with Jesus. Didn't nobody like his teaching. They, some of them wanted to kill him when they heard what he was saying. Amen. Well, I'm willing to, I mean, I, I said, yes, Lord. I, I'm willing to suffer with the Lord. So listen to this. His pattern confirms his position. It reflects or it proves. His position never changes, therefore the pattern never changes. He says, I am or I be. He is able to hold his position that was established by his confession. So his position in heaven, talking about Father God, is the foundation and motivation. The pastor gave us these words the other day. His position in heaven is the foundation or the source. It's the foundation and the motivation for his pattern in this earth. All these things he made himself, that he gave himself this position, creator, healer, redeemer, savior, provider, father, uh, love, light, good, all these things, the, the position that he holds in heaven is the foundation and motivation for his pattern, what he do in the earth. Who he be in heaven is his motivation and his foundation for what he do in the earth. The source of everything he does comes from the foundation of who he is. Now guess what? So be it is with us being made in his image when born again and partakers of a divine nature who we be in Christ Jesus. Our position in heaven is the foundation and motivation for our pattern of life in this earth. We hold the position of the righteous in heaven. So we know from Romans 10.10, 10, the Bible says that uh, you believe in your heart, confess you with your mouth that uh, Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. We know that um, 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, He who knew no sin was made sin so that we may be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, for our position in heaven to be the foundation and motivation for pattern of life in this earth, it accomplishes two things. See, I'm a result-minded person. And you, you know yourself, in, in, in anything in life, that you're not getting the res desired results that you think you should be getting based on the information you've been receiving, it's frustrating. And frustration is one of the enemy's greatest weapons he uses. Because if you stay frustrated long enough, you'll get weary. And when you get weary, you're going to faint. 
Especially if you ain't got nobody to help you. See, Daniel started this thing standing up. Now he done went to his knees. Amen. But what, but what I'm saying is, this, our foundation and motivation for, from our position in heaven uh, and, and having this develop in our life in the earth, it accomplishes two things. That God has a great desire to see be done in the process of time through the life of those who are born again. It accomplishes two things. This position and pattern that we hold in the kingdom of God. Well, the first thing is it edifies the body. The body of Christ. It edifies the body. It builds up, encourages, and comforts. When we, when we, when we hold our position that's been established by our confession and we, we live out a pattern, we, we, we demonstrate a pattern of life that reflects our position, it builds up the body of Christ. It encourages the body of Christ. It comforts comforts the body of Christ. And the second thing it does, it evangelizes the world. That's the ministry of reconciliation. Now listen to this, our pattern of life in this world, what you can see, should be established by our position in the world to come, what you can't see. I'm going to read that to you again. Our pattern of life in this world should be established by our position in the world to come. What we be produces what we do. If it's not by nature, it's nothing. If it's out of duty, it's dead. And Paul discusses this in in 1 Corinthians 13. Talks about if he can give his life to be, he can give his body to be burned, give all of his money, and if he have not love, then he's what? Useless. So everything that we do is from the position of love. Your every action must be done in love. That's what the Bible says. Now, I even put it this word here, and it's it's doing no discredit to the Scripture. Your every action must be done from love. The source has to produce the course. The course don't produce the source. The steps of a righteous man are ordered of God. How about this? The steps of a righteous man are ordered from God. The who produces the how. Position produces the pattern. The being produces the doing. Now look, it is a supernatural process that is the most natural thing that God does. Being creator and healer and redeemer and savior and provider and father and love and light and good. It's a supernatural uh, process. And it's the most natural thing God does. To have that transfer from his position in heaven uh, uh, to, to be revealed in a pattern of how he does in the earth. It's supernatural. But it's the most natural thing that he does. Now, he made us in his image. And he gave us the highest level position in the heavens. And Adam lost it. But Jesus restored that position. What position is that? We have been given a position within the Godhead itself. 
You got the Father. You got the Lord Jesus Christ. What else? Y'all help me. And you got the Holy Spirit. They make up the Godhead. Well, as Paul say, I, I wouldn't have you be ignorant. You do know you've been seated with Christ. See, that's the, that's the essence of redemption, that God could actually give man a position in the Godhead. We've been seated with Christ. This is who we be when we're born again. This is our position. And by His own will, by His own wisdom, by His own design, His own desire, He made us like Him. Being made in His image is what He done for us. Being changed into that image is what we do for Him. See, here's where the amen stop. I told you now, all this time we talk about God, he, He's creator and healer and redeemer and savior and, all, and we were amening. But being made in His image, where do, we, where do we lose, where do we just lose total consciousness of that we've been made in His image? And everything that I've said to you about how He functions in the earth comes from His position in heaven. Where, where do we lose that? Being made in His image is what He's done for us. And being changed into that image is what we do for Him. <clears throat> Our greatest responsibility, obligation, and privilege and benefit is to have our minds renewed according to the information that comes from our position that we've been given. Romans 12, 1 and 2. We know what that says? Romans 12, 1 and 2. Is everybody with me? Pastor says, I hadn't lost you, have I? I? Ain't made you mad, have I? Amen. So Romans 12, 1 and 2. I urge you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable uh, unto God, which is your spiritual service or your reasonable service of worship. Don't be conformed to the ways of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove, there's that word prove, that has the same, uh, it has the same influence and impact as reflect, that you may reflect what is good, what is acceptable, and what is the perfect will of God. So our greatest responsibility, obligation, and privilege and benefit is to have our minds renewed according to the information that comes from our position we've been given. 2 Corinthians 4. This is beautiful here now. 2 Corinthians 4, and you've, you've probably heard these. Paul says, I'm not telling you these things that you don't know. I'm telling you because you do know, just to remind you. But this 2 Corinthians 4, look at this here having our minds renewed to this level now, according to His image. Verses 17 through 18. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, freedom. But we all, how many? Seeing the glory of the Lord with unveiled faces, as in a what? Mirror, the reflection. 
and, and are being transformed, in, transformed into that same image from glory to glory by the Spirit of the living God. By the Spirit of the Lord. Being transformed. So see, when we're being made something, that's what God does. Being changed into something, that's what we do. That's our part of the promise. And look at Colossians 3 and 10. Beautiful here. This is nice. And have embraced it. We, We hadn't pushed back at it. We've embraced it. The new nature, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him who created it. So see, that's what I said. Our greatest responsibility, we embrace it. That And our obligation, the privilege, and the benefits of it, benefits mean results, we're going to get some results out of it, is to have our minds renewed according to the information that comes from the position. His image. There's the amen. Amen. Okay. This attitude... Well, we do this from a position of love and righteousness. This attitude will will enable us to see and understand as we develop the pattern of life and victory. And also, we experience the benefits. He sees us according to our position in heaven and leads us and guides us and directs us and instructs us from beginning to end in our lives according to the position that we've been given in heaven. That's how he leads and guides us and directs us and instructs us according to the position that we've been given. Now the pattern that God leads us and guides us and directs us on, uh, those, those ways have been uh, established before the foundations of the world. It says it. We've been created for good works in Christ Jesus before the foundations of the world. That it's eternal. It doesn't change. Now, just like this puzzle right here, okay? This picture on the box, this, this picture on the box, it holds its position. It'll never change. This process of putting it together, it'll continuously change. There, there's things, there's things in, in, in life that, let's say for instance, he picks up a piece and takes it and he's trying it here, trying it there, trying it here and it doesn't fit. If a piece doesn't fit in life, that doesn't mean you failed. If there's something that you've made an effort to put together as you're being developed into the picture on the box and something doesn't fit and you pick that piece up and you just set it to the side, at some point you'll come back and pick that piece up. There is a time and place that that particular piece will fit. But that doesn't mean you sinned or you missed it or you failed God or you quit just because that particular piece didn't fit at that particular place in time. So the picture on the box will remain the same. That process is continuously changing. But it's being renewed according to the image that's on the box. 
That, that's what you've got to accept by faith. Pastor says it all the time. We're growing up in Him. Growing up in Him. Growing up in Him. <clears throat> and so let's look at our part of the promise. Things done. According to the position and pattern. Now this word according, that means in the same way and at the same level. Now what I mean by the same level, we talk about it in the book of Acts where the Bible said they were all in one accord. Okay? Now everybody in life's at a different place in their, their, in their, uh, in their understanding, in their insight, uh, both practical and spiritual. Everybody's at different places. But what this word according means in the same way and at the same level you you got to begin the process of uh, doing what you do according to your gifts and abilities and talents that God's given you. You've got to do it from the position of a finished product. They're doing everything they're doing, putting this puzzle together according to the finished product that's on the box. And nothing else will work. Nothing else will work. In the same way and at the same level to who we be and what we do. From a position of completion, that means perfect, lacking nothing. We, we know from uh, Matthew 5 and 48, uh, the word said, be perfect. Why? For I am perfect. See, that he's, he's calling you to the level of his position. That's how you're supposed to operate and function and develop a pattern in life according to the finished product. Things done. Y'all listening to me? Things done. That, that, that's Things done. Perfect, lacking nothing. That means it's complete. Things done. All right, so so if if we have been given the position of kings of the earth, therefore we what? We reign as kings. If you've been given the position of priest of God, therefore what? Operate as priest. Matt, you can help if you want to. You, you can help. You sure? Okay. <clears throat> that, that helps ministry is allowed in the puzzle department. So what about if you've been given a position, this is talking about the five-fold ministry. If uh, pastors, therefore, operate as pastors. If you teachers, then operate as teachers, evangelists. Uh, you, you demonstrate a pattern according to what an evangelist does. Prophets, you operate as a prophet. Apostles, you operate as an apostle. And an apostle is one that has been sent out. And another thing that you can think about what apostleship does, not only are you sent out, but you go in the authority of the one that sent you. Now, all these things are being done according to the level of faith that you've been given. In other words, you might not start and develop at the same place the next person does. You just begin. 
you begin the process and the pattern of working in these capacities according to where you're at. Now, here, here's, here's, here's my question. Uh, have you recognized the priest of God, pastor, teacher, evangelist, prophet, apostles? What about the salt of the earth? If, 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 we've, been, if we've been given the, this position, this salt of the earth, then what? We'd be, we, we be salty. Well, what does saltiness mean? It means make, make more flavorable. Make it tastier. Make life, uh, season life, and preserve it. You, you come and you bring something to the table when you show up to whatever situation you show up to. What about the light of the world? Then be light. And it's the same thing that God does. You reveal and you communicate. What about righteous? This position of righteous that you've been given. Then you operate in righteousness. What about holy? Uh, he said, be holy for I'm holy. Then operate in holiness. What about if redeemed? If you've been given the position of redeemed, uh, then what does the redeemed do? They say so. How, how many times during the day do you just tell somebody, whether they know God or not, I've been redeemed? Possibly putting yourself, this is the position I hold. With the possibility of them asking you, what does redeemed mean? And then you have a great opportunity to explain that to them. What about forgiven? If you hold the position of forgiven, then what do you do? You also forgive. <clears throat> what about if, if you've been given uh, the position of friend? Jesus said, I don't call you servants. I call you friend. Then what? Be friendly. How do you do that? Stick closer than a brother. That's what the scripture says. What about new? If you've been given the position of new, then operate in newness, no matter at what age. So also we've been given uh, the position of rest that we enter into. It is who he be and what we do according to things done. You've been given a position of rest. Said, therefore, today enter into my rest. That's a position that's an eternal position. You don't go in and out of rest based on the circumstances that you're experiencing in life. You do not go in and out of, of, of rest. It's a position you've been given. So also we've been given the position of rest uh, and we enter into it. <clears throat> and uh, so here, here's how you do this. And I'm, I'm going to finish uh, here in just a second, okay? Colossians 3, 1 and 2. Enter into uh, this position of rest. Keeping in mind things done. Keeping in mind things done. So like if, if you had a duty at your house that you clean house, you mop the floors, wash the dishes, cook the groceries, and everything's done, what do you do then? Things done. What? What do you do then? Huh? You rest. Okay, Colossians, Colossians 3, 1 and 2. So 
this, these, these particular portions of Scripture is the fundamental part that we do to confirm who we be. This is, this is what I like to refer to as elevated vision and thinking. And so uh, to have the mind of God and the attitude of a servant, in other words, you think like God, that's who we be, and you serve like Jesus. That's what we do. And be guided by the Holy Spirit. That's how we do it. To have the mind of God and the attitude of a servant, uh, this is the victory in the earth. Our position, our position is son, not servant. Okay? You've been given a position of sonship. John 15, 14 and 15 tells us that. Different writers in the New Testament were not revealing or establishing a position when they said they're a servant of God, but they were expressing an attitude. We have need of mind renewal with the information that comes from the position, who we be. So how do we rest and do at the same time? And I'm going to give you an example right here, okay? 2 Peter chapter 1. This is just one of the things. It's not all inclusive, but if you could just begin the process of developing this pattern, just like putting these pieces of the puzzle together, if you'll begin the process of incorporating these things and putting them together in your life, I will absolutely guarantee you that signs and wonders will follow this word that's been preached to you tonight. And you'll be believing some things, you'll be receiving some things, experiencing some things that you've been believing God for. Amen. I absolutely guarantee it 100%. That's what the word promise means, guarantee. It's a guarantee when it comes from God. And I stand here in authority that He's given me. If you begin the process of developing a pattern that I'm going to share with you right here just in these few verses, the things that you've been believing God for, you will experience in your life. Quickly. The quicker you respond to Him, the quicker He'll respond to you. Second Peter chapter 1. Now, our, this is our part of the promise. Understanding God's ways of being and doing. It's also known as the position and the pattern. Once the position is established, the pattern is developed. Being is His part. Doing is our part. You've been made, that's His part. You being changed is your part. Our part. Doing is our part. Position is His part. Pattern is our part. Position is the image of the promise. It's like a puzzle. The position you've been given is like the promise. It never changes. The development of that picture is continuously changing. It's being added to. It's being added to. And as we develop the picture... As we develop, the picture gets clearer and clearer. Now, listen to this part. It actually becomes an enlarged image confirming the information on the box that it's transferable by process.
that when they get finished with that process of that puzzle, it'll actually be larger and greater than the picture that's on that box. Now, I'm telling you, this is where Jesus described to us greater works than these that you'll do. He said, bigger things you'll do than I did. Selah. So, 2 Peter 1, just these, if you, all you have to do is just write this verse down, 1 through 11 in 2 Peter 1. If you begin the process of supplementing your life with these things, develop this pattern right here. Watch God confirm the word that is preached to you tonight. So Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received a faith as precious as ours through righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ, Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, peace is what you're going to experience when you begin to walk in the grace. His divine power has given us all things, things done, that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who has called us by His own glory and excellence by which He has given us exceedingly great and precious promises, so that through these things done, you might become partakers of a divine nature and escape the corruption that's in the world through lust. For this reason, you make every effort to add to your virtue faith. And add to your virtue, let's see. For this reason, make every effort to add virtue to your faith. And to your virtue, knowledge. And to your knowledge, self-control. And to your self-control, patient endurance. And to your patient endurance, godliness. And to your godliness, brotherly kindness. And to your brotherly kindness, love. For if these things reside in you, and they do, we have been given this position based on this precious, exceedingly great promise that God's given us that we become partakers of a divine nature. And if these reside in you and they abound, they ensure you, I told you, I guarantee it, they, based on His character and His faithfulness and the quality of the being that He made Himself, it ensures you that you will neither be useless nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But the one who lacks these things is blind and short-sighted because he has forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, diligently make your calling and election this position you've been given. Diligently make this position, this calling and election sure. Let the pattern line up with the position. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For in this way, the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be abundantly provided for you.
One, one short homework lesson there. All these things supplement them into your life. Now, you got different translations that will use the different word for virtue and faith and loving kindness and patient endurance and all those, but you, you're not doing any discredit by looking at another translation uh, in, in these words. Uh, they're they're uh, real easy to cross-reference with what they truly mean. So as we develop, the picture gets clearer and clearer. And it actually becomes an enlarged image confirming the information that's on the box. So our pattern actually becomes greater in effectiveness and usefulness than even the position we hold itself because it does two things. It builds up the body and it evangelizes the world. And, that, and so it confirms that the information on the box is transferable by process. And so this puzzle, that's why I said I hope Pastor Mark will let me just uh, leave that there. When Daniel comes in, I, I give everybody uh, the right and the privilege uh, to come when you're here before church or after church and take your part and help Daniel assemble this thing and watch God reveal things to you as you do it. Amen. Father, we thank you uh, for this time. Glory to God. Um, let us embrace that, that word embrace. Let, let us draw near to this position and pattern in this life that we've been given, this being and doing. Let us embrace this great ability and right and privilege that you've given us with great joy. That we're careful to accomplish all the things according to the knowledge of the position. So, Father God, that we reach a point in our life just like we witnessed in the book of Acts. The Bible says that those men doing what they've done, preaching and teaching, having miracles confirm the word taught that they turn the world upside down. That's the same level we want to experience in this time, in this day that we live. And as we, as we develop in the pattern, Father, we have no doubt that from your position in heaven, you'll perform those things that you've given yourself to perform and we'll celebrate and rejoice on the things that we've seen and heard and done in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen.